We're the Nada Grande Boys. I'm Rodney Wood. And I'm Kyle Jackson. Welcome to the Nada Grande Outdoors podcast where we hunt it forward. Yeah. We, we live like that. Live like that? <laughs> we are live. In Deer Camp. Camp yeah. Badass. Like 9.0 or something like that? Who knows? <laughs> some, some large number. <laughs> this is not the most awesome camp that uh, that we've ever had, but it is pretty dang awesome. It's a camp. Yeah. It's a camp. It, it's a pretty, it is it's a camp. pretty cool camp. It is. We're huddled around the campfire recording a podcast. doesn't get much better than that. Beats working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, it's to be time. To be or not oh, to be. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. Right. <laughs> In his defense, how many times have we done that? That's, uh, that's why I knew he was going to do it. Quite a few. I know. Uh, no, I'm excited to be here. Um, we kind of excited to be here. To be. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to not, not to be, be. Yeah. Not to when, we put the, when we put this video up, I'm going to put the number of 2B jokes on there. Bing, bing. You know. You're right. A uh, little gong goes yep. off every time there's a 2B. Every time there's a 2B joke. Um, to be fair. <laughs> no, but seriously, if you ever get the chance... To be up here. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to, to be, be impressed. impressed with what? <laughs> oh, it hurts. It's never going <sighs> to be old. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> This is getting to be a little much. <laughs> Your listeners are gonna think you all are on on that Canada goofy weed or something. Yeah. Our, our Colorado listen, goofy, our Colorado weed. goofy weed. Our listeners are gonna are going to be a little annoyed <laughs> if we don't stop soon. Oh man! Oh, what fun! What fun! What fun! There uh. is to be had. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stop. You can't stop it. You can't stop it. <laughs> All right. Mm. Uh, Dino wanted to throw another one in. I know. You have to behave. <laughs> Wait, no, that's to be. Yeah, that's what you said. You have to behave. To, to behave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was after it. It counts. That's good. That was gonna be ding. No. ding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> what fun! Well, that's all. Bye <laughs> 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 bye now. <laughs> uh, honestly, it's cold enough that all our drinks are slushing. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Um, we had had, had a low cold. of yeah, low of negative three. Negative three yesterday morning. Yeah, I mean, I know it was going to be cold, but I didn't know it was going to be this cold. <laughs> Uh, all right, honestly, let's 
See if did, we can. Get... Did, did you tell everybody that we were hunting Unit Two B? Yeah. Did, yeah. did we even start with that? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, listen. All of our regular listeners know that we're hunting in Two B again. This okay. Year. Yeah. We, uh, it's... We've we've made no um, secrets about the fact that we drew this tag again. Yeah. Um, after our experience last time, we just we loved this hunt, and you know, we were pretty excited about it, and. That's all we talked about in pretty much every podcast. <laughs> we well, brought it up. And it's, and it's um, the only one we three drew together because you guys drew elk together, elk but together. I didn't put in. With and you we guys didn't draw elk so. tags, but um, no. But so, did we do a podcast? We did one podcast during Yoka or two. Uh, no, we didn't. Did we not do so. any? I don't think so. No, me and Kyle kind of talked about. A lot of it, but uh, but no, we didn't. Um, the elk hunt was our elk hunt that we did earlier this year was was had a whole lot of life mess up that entire hunt. You know, that's absolutely when my daughter was diagnosed with diabetes, and um, there was just a whole lot of stuff going on. So the elk hunt really kind of be, ended up being just a a few opportunities to get out here and there, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, me and you didn't even get to hunt that much together. No, no, we didn't. So, um, but here we are in deer camp. Yep. It's Jay. What is today? The 13th? The 13th. Yeah. Correct. So, I mean, the, the hunt kind of got off to a slow start. Um, you know, me and Kyle come up here, um, uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah. Um, and really hoped to be hunting <coughs> the first, second, and third, but ended up a family, you know, family, uh, called um, us back home. Yeah. We, we had to, we had, had to, to go, go back, back home for some family stuff and, um, take care of some things. So we really only got like half a day to hunt. Yeah. Um, and interestingly enough, uh, I was able to get on a nice little temple. Yeah. Um, didn't get a shot because. Didn't see him right well, off. Well, I didn't see him right off, and but we saw a big group of deer, and I made a move on them, and I got right in the middle of them. But I, I didn't even have an arrow out. I, I was just holding my bow. and. Well, we were on our way out. I was like, we were probably yeah three miles from yeah. getting on the highway and headed home. Yeah. So, yeah, and and you know, I just walked out there because I knew that there was a bunch of deer out there and um and got into the middle of them, didn't have an arrow out, just was, you know, carrying my bow and um was 25 yards from the main group of deer and the buck picked his head up and I was like, "Oh, there he is." Yeah. <laughs> hey. And there's a buck. Ta-da. <laughs> and uh they weren't like really interested in me. They knew I was there, but you know, for some reason, they just weren't a whole lot of worried about me. Yeah. Um, until I grabbed an arrow, <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like, "Oh, he's kind of serious. We should get out of here, eh? Perhaps we should uh, <laughs> relocate." <laughs> yeah. And they did quick, fast, and in a hurry. So that was pretty much the first few days of the hunt. We got to come back. When did we come back up here? The eighth. Whatever that Friday was. Yeah, the 8th. Uh, I didn't come with you guys because I was supposed to be in South Dakota hunting pheasant. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so. Um, and it's been an interesting hunt. 
uh, it's been an extremely hard hunt. Yeah, it's been almost the complete opposite of what the last time we were here was. Yeah, the last time absolutely. we were here, um, and we've talked about this a million times, but there were deer everywhere. We were seeing everywhere. hundreds of deer a day. Yes. Um, probably five to ten bucks a day. Yes. Making probably five. Good bucks. Yeah, good bucks. Probably making, you know, five to six stocks a day. Yeah, there was, there was, and, and, and a lot of people are going to be like, well, why didn't you kill a whole bunch of deer, you know? It's because when we say five or six stocks, what we were doing is we would be, we would be stalking a deer and look over our shoulder and see another deer and be like, oh, Let's go after him. Yeah. <laughs> and just change directions and go after him, and we'd be it's going after him. basically like a kid in a candy store. Yeah. I mean, you just, everywhere yeah. you got distracted. Yeah, we just kept, you that know. same scenario got me married the first time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at her. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, and this time we haven't seen near the number of deer. No. Um, and we haven't seen near the number of big bucks. The other, um, the other thing, the snow, yeah. this yeah. crunchy snow, the is... snow, and we and we they told us about that. Yeah, last time we came up, they said, oh, you know, if you get snow or any moisture, it's going to be crunchy. It's going to be really tough. <clears throat> Thankfully, we didn't get that, um, and I, I, I am wishing, <laughs> wishing it was back then, knowing what we know now. Right. Uh, but uh, the stocks were relatively easy. Uh, mm-hmm. Nice, soft, dry ground. Getting around wasn't a problem. And this this time, they had a snow just before New Year's. Mm-hmm. Um, and where we have camp, there was actually probably about four to six inches of snow here. Um, and we spent a good majority, and we were, had planned to spend a good majority right back here behind camp. Yeah, and that's, and that's one of the things that I wanted to point on is, you know, last time we didn't really, we didn't really know what to expect. We like hunting these new areas, and it's always challenging because you don't know the country, and you know you can spend a lot of time just getting to know the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and last time we really didn't have a plan, and I feel like last time we just didn't really get focused until like the last couple of days, right? Uh, and then we ran out of time. And this time we came in, and we really had a plan. Um, you know, we knew where we were going to hunt. We knew exactly what we were going to do. Um, not if it was going to be successful or anything, but, you know, we had a plan on the area that we were going to hunt, hunt hard and, you know, get on our feet. And of course the first day we spent out there, it was nothing but a crunch fest. It was so loud. You couldn't go anywhere. There was just zero chance of walking up on an animal in, in the situation that we were put in, um, and then also there was a bunch of hunters back there. Yeah. And you could hear far, them coming far from more, a mile away. Far more hunters back there this time than there mm-hmm. was last time. And I I think some of that is due to the fact that last time they were seeing so many deer down there, most of the hunters stayed yeah. down there. Yeah. What, what, there's 180 hunters, bow hunters, and then yeah. another 50, 50 youth, youth hunters. hunters. Yeah. Youth so, hunters. I mean... My two yeah. rows of math says that that's like 300 people because we've <laughs> no, seen them all. That is definitely two rows of math. <laughs> uh, uh, wow. <laughs> 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 Missed it by that much. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> kind of like you shooting <laughs> within <laughs> 10 yards. That <laughs> Dedon, not me. That's what I'm Dedon, saying. Yeah. Kind of like him. Dedon, yeah. yeah. Missed have, it by that much. <laughs> have you ever tried shooting a bow with a blindfold on? <laughs> <laughs> don't know you don't know what you're missing. missing. You do, though. You know what you're <laughs> missing. You blindfold. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so it kind of forced us to, to change our strategy. And get out of the area that we really, really wanted to hunt. Um, and what sucks about it is the amount of traffic. There is tracks everywhere. So we spent a day walking around back there. And I did not put a foot down. Guaranteed. I did not put a foot down in the snow if without being within three foot of a deer track. Yeah. The, the traffic back there Period. is insane. They are everywhere. And you could 100%... Go back there, pick a good spot, and set up. Set camp and just wait for something to walk by. Probably going to happen with mm-hmm. as many tracks as back there. But it is so cold. <laughs> it is so freaking cold that that is not a real good option no. at, well, at O-Dark 30. It's not a... We don't we don't like to hunt that way, so it's it drives me crazy to sit in one spot and, and wait for something to come in. We we I don't, don't know how you could though. We don't. I mean, for it's cold. Event. Yeah, yeah. You could, well, you, you probably mornings could. mornings for sure. Um, mornings for sure. Somebody it, up north is going minus three degrees. Those right? sissies. I know, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It, perspective, man. Um, but yeah, so. We had to hit the roads, and and that one thing about this unit is a ton of people will tell you that the best thing to do is to hit the roads and drive around glass, mm-hmm. and, and glassing is real great when you can stalk them, but it does no good to know that they're over there and you can't go to them. Yeah. Um, How many deer have we seen like that? You know, they're like, yeah. that's a great deer. We got deer right there. We got an opportunity, and there's can't go. no well, chance. and. Te- technically, not that many, actually. Not this as far trip. as not this uh, not this trip. We've only seen probably, I'd say, what we... at most seven bucks. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. And we've made what like five stocks, three stocks. I would say three viable stocks. Yeah. Yeah, and it so it just and even those because I mean, that, the that I mean, one stock that you and I did was. We were just trying to get fest. close enough to, well. We were just trying to get close enough to see if it was a buck. I mean, we yeah. knew it was a buck. We didn't know how big. Um, not that it mattered. I was going to shoot it either way yeah. <laughs> if I got the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Just because, all right, we're in a big we're gonna, we're in a big buck unit, right? Yep. And the goal is, when you draw this tag, the goal is and should be, rightfully so, to, to harvest, a, to kill a big buck. Because there's a lot of big bucks up here. Um but with the way things were going, you know, and the way things, the, 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 we passed up, we passed situations up situations that we're, yeah, we passed, passed up, up a broken, broken horn 10 point, first horn morning. 10 point first morning. Yep. Uh, Looking back, we're like, uh, well, yeah, stupid. yeah, because, uh, you know, after finding out how crunchy the dang snow is and how, and, and, and how few deer are running around up here right now, and things have picked up the past couple of days, but, um, we were like, uh, ah, the first morning, first morning, decent little ten point with broken horns. Not, we're not gonna, too worried. We're going to see ten more of him but, today. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and then and then um, 
now I, I, I was like, you know, listen, a little forky will do. Because just I, I don't want to go through this hunt two times and end up skunked. Yeah. You know, so that was kind of the mindset is I'm going to shoot something because I want to put something in a tree. I also want to kill something with my bow. Yeah. Um, so, and while we're all hunt, tree hunting together, just, you know, several things there that I wanted to do. Um, and the chances and the opportunities are not like they were last time. No. You know, no, no. they were three or four and five opportunities a day last time where now <laughs> we've only had like three viable yeah. opportunities, right? <clears throat> four. Um, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, just, just tough conditions. And like I said, a lot of people say if you drive around, you run into them, you know, and then they say later, the, the later in the hunt it gets, the the harder it is to find them because they start, you know, splitting off and batching up and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, for the most part, I think the rut is over. Yeah, I Absolutely. haven't seen um, any rutting activity. No. But we have seen some bucks with bigger groups of does, mm-hmm. uh, which is... We've seen big groups of does with yeah, no with bucks. Yeah, no bucks, yeah. yeah. Um, for, for the most, what are we calling it, the two-by-two two principle? <laughs> Basically, yeah. if you got a two does, two fawns, you're no not bucks. finding a buck. With <laughs> no bucks given. Zero bucks given. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, it's been it's been interesting. I find it interesting because we loved it so much, and we we've we've talked about it so much all year long, and then to come out here. And granted, the hunt's not over. No, we've still got some more time. This is just going to be part one of the podcast. Um, but we've still got more time and, but it is uh, getting down to crunch time. It is. It is. We got a couple of days left. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I guess just two, huh? Yeah. Two days. Two, yeah. two more days out of a 15 day hunt, which, you know, that's fine. Um, maybe Dion and Kyle will be a little bit more inclined to just smoke a forky <laughs> to get one in the tree <laughs> in the last two days. Um, my my hunt is over. Well, just just leave it that. Leave yeah. it at that. Leave it. I, well, I got to tell the story. No, I thought you were telling that story in the in the second part. I'll tell. I'll tell, tell the that second. Story to set up I'll the tell second the second story. half of that story in the second part. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, that's that's the cliffhanger, buddy. Gotcha. Um, yeah. <laughs> so my hunt is over. Yeah. My hunt is done one way or another. Um, so yesterday we found the first real big buck mm-hmm. um, of the year. Um, I spotted a nice ten point, <laughs> or as four by four our, our friend down there at uh, Game On would say, four by four with eye guards. Um, he he's a ten point. He's a ten point. He's yeah, a ten I'm, point. I'm with you. He's a ten point buck. Big. Uh, Big. big. He's a dirty <laughs> point buck. He, he's a he he's a big big deer. Um, so we spotted him yesterday, and me and Dion were going to make a stalk on him. Uh, and we were moving up this draw, and the draw just completely petered out on us, and there was nothing but flat between us and him, and sagebrush, and a few uh, junipers. And but, he had us made. Yeah, he knew we're, he knew we were there. Um, he wasn't concerned, but he knew that we were there. And we were, what did I range about, 267? Two, 230, I think is what okay. it was. Two, 230 yards. A little um, further than I'm good with a bow. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah. Um, but so we decided to just pull off to back out. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually thought that he walked off. Uh, so, so did he, I. He moved out of our vision, and so we backed out. And I, I didn't think he ran, but I knew he. I thought he maybe brushed up and was like, you know, we didn't. Once we got back these to idiots, yeah. the nearest road, yeah, we, we, we could find him. him. And we walked back around, and Kyle was going to watch, um, and he was setting up. And I was like, yeah, he walked off, and Kyle was like, no, he didn't. He's right there. So we got him on the glass, and we watched him for. Um, the rest of the evening. Probably about 30 know, minutes. 30, 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah. The rest yeah. of shooting light. Yeah. And um, was like, yeah, we need to just back on out of here and make a play on this guy tomorrow. Come back and find you him. You guys took pictures of him, posted yeah, him. Yeah, I you mean, guys have already seen him. Um, you, we've already posted pictures of him on Instagram and uh, stuff. He's a very nice deer. Probably, I'm going to guess about 170. That's what, that's what Kyle thinks. That's why I'm guessing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, good deep forks. Not a whole lot of mass, but very tall. Um, outside his ears wide. I'm going to um, disagree on the mass. He's got good mass. He's got good mass. No, I've, he's got good mass, but I mean, I mean, not just jaw-dropping mass. No, I mean, he's not got 200 mass. Yeah. yeah. He's got, I mean, he's, he's a got, good mature deer. He's a good mature deer. Um and so we just moved out on him and went back first thing in the morning and glassed that whole area. Um, Came up with nada. Nada. You know, a bunch of does. You know, we put a bunch of does to bed in there. Um, and we were thinking that possibly he was in there with them. We just couldn't see him. Um, you know, but we didn't want to just go traipsing around through there blindly, especially because a lot of that country can get pretty crunchy. So we we backed out again, looked around for some deer, um, you know, took some naps, had some breakfast, all that good stuff, uh, and then went back in the afternoon um, to go back in there. And, and that was the original. That was your original plan. Yeah. Was to go back in in the afternoon. Get in at, get in right where we had seen him. And it's always a risky plan. Yeah, because I I told Rodney, I said, I had zero expectation last night when we left there that there would be a deer in that vicinity today. Yeah. yeah. And I, I was on the fence. I, you know, deer are creatures of habit. We didn't bump him. We didn't do anything. I figured he would be in the area, but I was not confident that he would come out in the exact same spot that we saw him the night before yeah. i was not confident in that and and so that 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 was my mindset going into the plan making that we had yeah well and it came back you gotta to go back and of, talk about the your little boy that we passed on <laughs> you we, didn't talk pass, we didn't really pass up on that yeah he gave uh, up on us we yeah <laughs> i guess we do we do have to bring bring that up so we were headed back in um this afternoon to go to go uh look for this big buck again and um as we're coming in, we see this. It, it was a spike. Fork. It was a legal fork. Don't even bring it up, Dino. I'll <laughs> slap you off that chair. Uh, but it was about as barely if as legal. If you look at him at the right <laughs> angle, I mean, at the right light, whatever the horns cross, this, it was as, as barely as legal as you can be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this on his right side, he had just a cup of a fork, like a little crab claw. 
barely, barely legal. And he, I was going to—he would have been an inch. There, I was, there might have been an inch of a fork. There. I was going to stick him just because. Uh, again, the same. My my thought process was: I want to put just one in the freezer. Meet the um, freezer. Yeah. Well, even above that, I just wanted to put one in the tree. I didn't want to be up here on two B two times, us bragging about drawing that tag two times and not kill a deer. Right. You know, forget that big deer part. Just not killing a deer. Period. Um, so I, yeah, I was, I was going to sling an arrow at him. Um, but we did kind of him and haw about it. Uh, you know, we discussed it at length <laughs> and I was like, Kyle, should I? And he was like, yeah, it's a meat in the tree. It's a, it's a deer in the tree, you know, and it keeps us from getting skunked and all of that. So I and, decided, and you wanted to kill something with your bow. Yeah. I decided, okay, I'm going to shoot him. And his bow's in the back. Yeah. And you didn't have your release yeah, on. Yeah, we didn't have anything. It was, it was, we were just headed back. You know, we weren't ready. And I decided, all right, I'm going to go ahead and shoot him. I throw my release on. I grab my bow. I get out. And the deer runs off. And I was like, well, that was kind of cool. Kind of felt like an idiot because we really just gave that opportunity away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if if we would have been on, on the ball taking care of business. Well, it was 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and he just stood there. Mm-hmm. It was feeding. It wasn't even just standing there looking at us. I mean, he was like, I'm just going to eat while you idiots make up your mind. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and then we until he got the arrow out, he goes, yeah. oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> this is, it's but, no good. We can't dock <laughs> here. <laughs> I want to um, bring another point up on this that I that is important to me because one of the things that we see on social media a lot is – People talking about locked gates. Um, uh, this gate's locked, but I show it as a county road, and it's it's BLM on both sides, and it's bullshit that this gate's locked, and a lot of people say cut the lock. I say don't cut the lock. Call a game and fish, okay? Because you, you're cutting a lock, you're destroying private property. Whether it's there rightly or wrongly, you're destroying private property. Now, in when I say that, I'm not sticking up for private landowners, because I want to say this. That buck was standing directly behind a private property, no hunting sign. Mm-hmm. But the map clearly showed it. The government map clearly showed it as state land. Yep. So to hell with that private property sign. It's put there wrongly. Now, I'm not going to destroy or remove it because it's not my property. I'm not going to destroy or remove a lock without a game warden or a sheriff or something like that. That's, that's my point in that. I didn't follow that sign. I didn't listen to that sign. I ignored that sign completely, even though it was there and it said private property. I double-checked my map. You double-checked the map. It was part of the process that took so long and allowed the deer to run away. <laughs> but but I, I just wanted to bring that up because I'm not saying to blindly follow what private property owners say. I'm just saying don't destroy private property and get yourself in trouble because it just reflects badly on hunters. Mm-hmm. Do the right thing. you know. Call a game warden. Call the sheriff, get the lock removed legally, and then go hunt. If you have to cross the fence and walk, fine. But but don't destroy private property because that's a bad thing to do. It gives hunters a bad name. I'll never advocate for that or agree with it. So yeah, and you know, there's also there also could be mitigating circumstances. I know there's yep. a I know there's a piece of property up in northeast New Mexico um, in Unit Forty Seven that. The state land office has an agreement with the landowner mm-hmm. that it is walk-in only. It's a county road. It's yep. all that, but it's locked. Now, yep. they mark it, but oftentimes the signs get torn down, et cetera, et cetera. So don't just take it upon yourself. Sometimes there's mitigating factors. 
Talk to the game wardens. Uh, they <clears throat> they are tasked with making sure that access is open. And if it's not because of one of those mit- mitigating factors, they'll let you know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And depending on what kind of map you got, like I don't like Onyx is good, right? yeah. but Onyx is not a government map. It's not a it's not a legally binding map in the court of law. But a BLM map, a map that's put out by the BLM or by the state, is. You know, that's a legal map. And the map that we are using, which is on carry maps, is produced by the Department of Game and Fish in, according, in accordance with BLM yep. and the state. And for the most part, any of those properties that are like that, it's marked on that map. You click on it, and it tells you this is closed during tur- turkey season or this is walk-in only for deer season. It tells you that stuff. And there's also a lot of state land that is swapped with private land. Mm-hmm. So the, the the state and a private landowner have made a, a, deal. a deal where the private landowner will allow public hunters to hunt on these two sections of private land, but these two sections of state land are closed to hunting. It's just a swap. And the and the Department of Game and Fish makes those deals, or the state makes those deals. And it's not going to be on a paper map, but it is on carry maps. Yeah. It does show that stuff. So so you have to be careful about those things. Just because the paper map says, or Onyx says, that it's state land, doesn't mean that it's actually dri- drivable or access on that road. It doesn't mean that. It could... You know, if you check carry maps or you check the department website, that information is there. And then, you know, don't cut that lock. And really, it's 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 what's in good faith. Um, It's a good faith effort. Um, Yeah. And and that's I mean, that's kind of what you're going to go by. You got a carry map, carry maps app. Mm -hmm. You're going by that. That's a, you know, a good faith effort. Yeah. So I, I wanted to bring that up because that is kind of an important thing. I'm not I'm not sticking up for private landowners in that regard. What I'm doing is I'm trying to keep the public hunters from getting in trouble by doing something stupid like cutting a lock that they shouldn't be cutting. Yeah. Uh, even if the landowner has placed that lock there illegally, it doesn't give us as hunters the right to cut and destroy <laughs> private property. Any, any, even if it's yeah, as, as in the, in the same right, it doesn't. We're we're not going to tear down those private property signs on the state land. Correct. We're going to call the game warden and Correct. say, "Hey, by the way, there's private property signs along the state land. Correct. We think they need to be removed." Exactly, exactly. So, bring that up too. Um, so anyway, didn't get to shoot the buck because he ran off mm-hmm. as we were discussing all of this crap. <laughs> uh, so proceeded down to uh, where we're going to go after this this big buck and and like Dedon was saying earlier he really had no faith that this buck was going to come out in the exact same spot and not saying that I did not saying that I thought I guarantee you he's going to come right at that I mean I was 50 50 I told Kyle that before I'm 50 50 I mean he could he could come out across the canyon he could not come in here but all things being equal we know he come out there once any other position in this bowl was a guess Mm -hmm. so there was three of us we can cover a lot of country, and I can go sit right there. That was my plan. I'm just going to sit right there. I don't really believe he's going to come out right here, but to me, that was the best odds. So that's what I did. I Right exactly where um, he set up is exactly where I, or where he came out yesterday is exactly where I set up today. Um, and 
I got set up. I was 30 yards from the area that we'd seen him uh, the day before. And Kyle got set up across the canyon. You went up another canyon where we'd seen the does this morning Mm -hmm. because you're like, he's probably with them. I'm going over there. And lo and behold, I don't think we were there very long. No, Kyle, we were probably there about we. I was set up across across the flat or yeah. across the the little bowl from you um, to the south of you, and you sent me a text that said, "I I hear I, hear, I hear movement." Yep, and um, and then you you saw, and I I saw him too. You saw does. Yeah, I didn't see anything. I just heard them. Yeah. Uh, I heard something blowing at me. You know, like a mule deer will do their, what they always do to eat on. And so I heard two two blows, and I was like, what? And at that time, there was almost zero chance that they saw me mm-hmm. where I was sitting. Um, and I wasn't making any noise. So either they saw me walk in and... It just took them a long time to start snorting at me, or they winded me or something. Um, but I never saw those deer. You did, right? I did. You yeah. saw those. So does I watched those. Me. I watched those couple of does. Mm. When you when you sent that, I could see those couple of does, and then I kind of looked up, and here's this buck standing up on the top of the mesa, right. just majestic as hell, right. And, and just standing up out there, just looking, and and he was listening to the does because yep. he was kind of looking your direction. Yeah. And so I let you know, hey, um, don't move. Don't move. <laughs> that buck is at the top of the hill, looking your direction. Yeah. And he stayed up there for a long time. Um, he just kind of watched, and it's amazing how. St- Still, they can stay for how long they can I do know. it. It is insane. But when when so you guys were texting back and forth, I had a doe at 30 yards stomping and snorting at me. I'm like, I can't move. I can't answer my phone. I can't. And I'm like mid-step, all my weight on one leg. And I was there for, I don't know, seemed like an hour. Yeah. Just same thing. I mean, she wouldn't move. I wouldn't move. You know, couldn't move. So I couldn't even answer my phone when you guys were texting back and forth. I could look at it. That's all I could see. Yeah. So. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so he kind of fed along the top, and he was right at the top of this this pipeline clearing where they they cleared out to run a pipeline and a and a power line power line over over the hill. <clears throat> and I was sure he was going to come down, but he fed along the top quite a quite a bit. <clears throat> And he he acted like he was going to come down on the the west side of that power line swath, and so I was like, man, I am so out of position. And if he comes down that west side, he's going to come <clears throat> my way, but I won't be in position for him. And so while he was still on top, I thought, man, I I'm, I got to move. And so I started to make my way through the tree line <clears throat> around the bowl towards him. And as I got closer, he started <clears throat> he started to feed down. At one point, I think he saw some movement from me, and he was focused on me. And then he looked down towards Rodney, and he was focused on Rodney. I'm like, don't move, don't move. 
And then finally he get, went ahead and fed his way down, and I lost sight of him. And I was still moving moving his way, and I lost complete sight of him. And I was like, <laughs> no idea which way he went, no idea what he's doing. Um, and so I just kind of was working my way that way um, and hoping that he was moving towards Rodney. I, I, did, I thought I knew where Rodney was, but I didn't, wasn't exactly sure where Rodney was. Yeah. We, we pulled up on Kerry Maps while, while you were out on your little journey a second ago, and we probably weren't within 60 yards the entire time. Yeah. Just the way we went up that canyon together. Yeah. I was just, you were just over the rise and I couldn't see you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, so I was sitting down there watching the text messages and I was cussing both of you. Because <laughs> I was like, the dang deer is coming right down the power line, just like I thought he was. He's going to pop out right in front of me and you're both moving up here. <laughs> and I was crying, stay where you are, guys. But I thought you were going around the other way. He thought that you were dropping I out. I thought you dropped oh, out and were going around behind me and we're going to come up behind him. No. And I didn't want him to see you coming around the back because there's no way to get around there without being seen unless you drop completely off. Right. And I thought that's what you were doing. I didn't know you were coming around the other side of the bowl. Oh. West of the power line. So I was like, damn it, Kyle. <laughs> Don't go that way. <laughs> and D-Don kept saying, I'm east of the power line. I'm west, west of, of the, the power, power line. line. I'm east Look of the power now. line. Look at me now. Look at me now. And I was like. <laughs> What the f is he doing? Jumping, jumping jacks down there in the field, and I kept looking down there to see if I could see you. And I was like, "What, you sons of bitches! This is a big deer. Just sit down and shut." Up. <laughs> you said that it. several times. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, when you finally when you when you texted me and said he's coming down, I mean, I was ready. I I, you don't get an opportunity to big buck like this often. Yeah, and. I had prepared myself mentally. I had, I had, uh, you know, I closed my eyes. I took some deep breaths. I played all of my scenarios, you know, all of my my preparations in my head, you know, draw, anchor, yep, you know, focus, line up the peep and the the sight radical, all of that stuff. You know, I played it in my mind over and over and over again, and you know, I I had the phone i mean i texted you guys back a little bit so i where i was at i had the freedom of movement yeah because there was zero chance of them seeing me from above because i was behind several trees and so the only way for them to see me is to get to the bottom and then see me under the trees mm-hmm. it's the only possible way they could see me or to come around behind me yeah and i figured y'all would let me know if he came around by me until you texted me that you couldn't see him anymore then i was like son of a bitch um, so it was cold. Mm-hmm. My hands were getting cold holding my bow because I had an arrow knocked. I was holding my bow, gloves off, so I'm ready. Um, and my feet kept going to sleep. So I would rotate between kneeling and standing. And I wanted to be kneeling because I had way more shooting lanes from where I was at. I was under a, under a tree, and I had a lot more shooting lanes ducked than I did mm-hmm. standing up. But I thought either one was going to work because where he was going to come out, I was going to be able to stop him and get a shot clear as day. You know, um, I had everything arranged. Uh, I was ready. And when you texted me and said, he's coming down, uh, I knelt down, got comfortable, um, and just waited. Yeah. And 
closed my eyes, took three deep breaths, and just got ready. And the first thing that I saw was horns. Um, what I didn't count on is that in front of me, between me and where he was going to come out, there was kind of a little rise and a little drop-off. And then there was a berm that they actually went around. And what that did is it made it to where I could not get a shot kneeling down. I had to be standing. Mm-hmm. So I saw his horns coming through the sagebrush, just the tips of his horns. Not I couldn't even see his ears or his head, just the tips of his horns. And I thought, you okay. people screaming right now. Antlers. <laughs> yeah, antlers. <laughs> um, I, I know what they are. I like to say horns. <laughs> um, so I knew I was going to have to stand up. Yeah. So I was in a position to where I could move from kneeling to standing because I was just, I was st- on my feet the whole time. I was just kneeling down. You know, and then I, so I just stood straight up and when I did, I could see all the does. There was a whole bunch of does behind him, probably six or seven or so. And that I got worried because I thought they were going to see me. Um, but like originally, right when I stood up, they all looked the other direction, which never happens. But the whole group of them, they all just turned around and were looking the other direction. And I thought it was you. I thought. At that time, I was like, oh, crap, he's across from me. He didn't go around. He's across from me. And I thought, they busted Kyle, and they're going to bail out any minute. And so I was like, oh, crap. But they didn't get they didn't get to stomping or anything. They were just looking that way. And so I didn't have a whole lot of time because that buck was moving. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this time, I could see his, I could see most of his back and part of his, uh, his abdomen and stuff. And I knew... I was going to have to step out. So I looked at the does again. He had his head down feeding. I looked at the does again, and they were all still looked the other way. A um, couple of them were milling around with their heads down grazing. And I went ahead and drew because I knew I didn't have a whole lot of time. So I drew back and checked the does. Nothing looked. Checked the buck. Still head down grazing. And I went ahead and stepped out from the tree to the right. Um where I was at, again, everything's nice and soft, nothing but dirt. I'd moved all the twigs and sticks and brush out of the way. So I had a nice, easy time, just stepped right out. And he's still grazing along, and I'd ranged the rock. The boulder was 50 yards, um, and that is the exact place. When I when I whistled at him, gave him the... No, I, the, I, the, I, not, I, not I get whistle. to tell this part. You, you do, but... <laughs> when, when he stopped When him. I stopped him, I believe... He was standing in the exact spot that I saw him from yesterday. Yeah. Yep, 100%. When I saw him yesterday, we were coming out of that canyon, and I looked up that canyon, and I saw him standing there, and he was just to the other side of that big boulder. Mm -hmm. And so I'm pretty sure when I stopped him, he was standing in the exact spot, within 10 feet of where we saw him yesterday. So I stopped him, and... I had my I had my pins when I drew back. I got my pins in the shooting lane where I knew I was going to have a shot. And when he walked in, I gave the little and stopped him. <laughs> put my pin on him and pulled the trigger. Yeah. And and you can tell. So <laughs> you can tell this, this was part the, this, this was, me up. This was the fun part because I had moved my way around that bowl across from you, and I was probably. I was probably maybe a hundred yards from mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. No, about one hundred and fifty. I think probably about one hundred and fifty. Mm-hmm. 
because I I had wanted to be another fifty another forty to fifty yards closer because mm-hmm. I I knew if he came out that would give me a shot. Yeah. And had I been another thirty yards closer, I would have had a second follow up shot to yours. Yeah. But I was set, and I was calculating my next move because I hadn't heard anything. I hadn't heard from either of you guys, and I was like, okay, where do I go? Do I go up? Do I go down? Do I try and try and I don't. But I didn't want to get busted by by does or anything like because I knew there was a bunch of does around there. And so I was just kind of holding tight, had an arrow knocked, just waiting listening and all of a sudden I hear met whop (laughs) just like that I mean just like that and I was like oh and then I see him come him come bounding out yep and he comes out there and whenever whenever he was probably broadside to me about a hundred yards from me and he came down and he stopped behind some trees and I was like okay I'm going to try and make a move on him if I can but he only stopped for just a little bit and then he kind of moved on down well as he moved on down um, he stopped and then he looked behind him and when he did that I pulled my binoculars up and I looked at him uh, and I could tell he was humped up yeah. he was he was hurt and I could see what I thought was some blood on his offside, what would have been the offside of what he shot. And so I, you know, I said, we're getting texts from you. <clears throat> and I asked Rodney, did you hit him? And Rodney goes, maybe. <laughs> and so I was like, I see blood. Everybody stay where you're at. Because he kept looking back over his shoulder at Rodney. Well, I'd moved <clears> out. <throat> and... And I moved out because he kind of circled me, um, and he circled me a little far to get a second shot. But I, I pulled another arrow, got it knocked. And with everything that happened, I was I was worried I missed, but I was confident I hit him. Because um, when you pulled the trigger. When I pulled the trigger, so I had everything. I, I, I drew, I knocked, I, I, I anchored. um I put my pin right, you know, I, I'd ranged that boulder. I knew that the, I knew the distance of that boulder and I knew where he was at. Uh, I didn't have to range him. I put my 40 yard pin just a little below the top of his back. Cause I was figuring him to be about 46, 47 yards. Um, and pull the trigger. And I watched that arrow go it, and it, you I have, have one, you have one of those luminox. Yeah. I have the, the blue. Uh, blue luminox and I watched it go. And you said that the blood looked a little far back, and I watched that. But he was a long deer. One, I mean, he's he's kind of got like an abnormally long torso, right? And I watched that little blue dot speed through the air and then disappear, right? But when he ran off, I I didn't see an arrow in him, right? It's and fu- I thought it's funny I might how you have... expect that. Expect yeah. to see the yeah. arrow sticking out. I just had a clean pass through, but and and so I, I wasn't sure what happened. You know, I was confident in everything. Because you heard the whop too. Yeah, I heard the whop, and I was like, "Wow," you know. But at first, I thought, "Did I stick that boulder 
But I mean, the boulder was behind him. Yeah. You know, so I I, I knew the blue light, but you know how it is. You just stuff gets to playing over in your mind, right? And I was confident in the shot, hundred percent confident. I mean, I'm very confident at that range, and I just had zero doubt in my shot at all because everything was just very very calm. But he ran, <laughs> and I know I'm not holding a rifle, but. He went running off, and I, I didn't see an arrow in him, and I was like, did I hit that boulder? You know, did I hit the tree? What was that wop? But that wop was him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so I stepped out to get a second shot, but he got too far out there. And so I went over to the power pole, and I just hid behind the power pole, and I got your text about seeing blood and then don't move. And I was like, oops. <laughs> Already did that. <laughs> um, but so I just got, I hunkered up behind that power pole and I watched him go down the power line. And um, he stopped about halfway across the open, the the valley there. And I could see for, because I was looking straight down his back pretty much the entire time after I had stepped out. Um, and you could tell that he was hunched up. Yep. And... He stood there for quite some time. And, I thought he was going to bed right there. Yeah, but then he must. You must have moved. No, I didn't. I didn't move after that. I think he just decided to walk on. I think he was. I think he was. The does were still behind me, snorting and blowing, um, and then they ran off. And I think when they ran off, he decided, you know what, I better go ahead and get on here, out of here. And he very gingerly walked. Yeah, he was hurt. Uh, another hundred yards up and out the other side and into some trees. The second he walked out of sight and into those trees, um, I, I hollered at you, come on out, meet me over here. And I showed you where I was at and where he was at. And we went and found the arrow right away. And it's what appears to me to be good dark blood. I think I hit him a little far back, probably in the liver. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my elevation is spot on. Um, because I watched that little blue dot just disappear through him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't see it come out the other side at all. Uh, I didn't hear it rattle around or nothing. You know, it was, it was up behind the tree that was behind him. Uh, we found it. There was good blood on it. Um, of course this was evening. Uh, they don't, they don't come out when it's, you know, too close to a lot of shooting light left. You know, they, they wait till the last dang second to come out. And um, we didn't want to push him, so we haven't got our hands on him yet. So it's 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 not a done deal. It's going to be a long night for me. Yes, uh, I'm so going to have a hard gonna time. That's going to be the podcast part two. <laughs> yeah, we got two days of hunting left, and <clears throat> we're gonna the, we're gonna go back and and see if see if we can't we yeah. we did the smart thing, pulled absolutely out absolutely the right thing. Um, Deedon was actually. The, the the copse of trees that he walked into, we think he bedded there. Yeah. Because Dedon was on the other side of it, and there was an open valley in between that copse and the next copse of trees. And the only way he could have gotten out of there would have been maybe to cross the road, but I think we would have seen him. You yeah. and I would have seen I, him. I think we would have seen him. And we looked at that, and it looked like you guys would have probably, from your vantage point, yeah, looking at maps... I think you absolutely would have seen him. Well, yeah, because I could have, see, I could see everything to the left of the trees from where I was at. 
uh, where me and Kyle were at. Mm-hmm. I could see to the left of the trees, and you were on the back side of the trees. So you would have seen him if he'd come out of the back side. We would have seen him if he'd come out of the left. And I was watching pretty heavy, um, so I don't think he'd come out of those trees um, unless he came out after we left. Because, you know, after he went, we found the arrow, looked around, um, and then we walked back down to the truck, which was uh, to the to the east of those, that copse of trees, and got in the truck and then went around to get you, and posing for a picture here, <laughs> and then decided, you know, let's, let's pull out uh, and come back in the morning, so uh, really excited, that'll definitely be the biggest buck that I've ever shot at much less harvested if we're able to find him in the morning um which looking at the arrow i have a lot of good dark blood on my arrow um it could be liver i could have clipped the lungs heck who knows i could have clipped the heart a deer will go a long way yeah um the way he was humped up i'm thinking liver with the blood on my arrow i'm thinking liver um there's no guts on my arrow so it's not a gut shot um but stranger things have happened. I could have slipped it through him, and he could be just fine. But either way, I'm punching my tag tomorrow. Yep. Um, whether we find him or whether we don't. Uh, but I sure do hope we find him. But if you want to know, you're going to have to find out because I'm not going to post any pictures, and I'm not going to tell you till the next podcast. <laughs> I don't think Are you that's sure about accurate. That? I do think that that's accurate. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. It's been said. That means you can't post pictures. Oh, about this deer. I tell guess, me, tell I me guess it's meant to be. <laughs> it's meant to be. It's meant to be. Oh, shoot. And with that, I guess this is going to have to be the end of the podcast. <laughs> oh, I love doing this. Yeah, I mean, this is what it's about. It's a lot of fun. Is, it is. Three of us knuckleheads being up here living like homeless people, mm-hmm. and in pa- negative paying lots of money, to, and paying lots of money to, to live like homeless people. Right. That's what camping and hunting is. That's, that's lots it. Of money to live like homeless people. I love it. I love it. We have we have a shelter over our heads. We have a fire in the stove. That my feet are hiding behind this little thingy, and my feet are freezing. Mm. So I'm really looking forward to moving that and getting my feet in that fire. <laughs> And and the long sleepless night that I'm going to have to endure till tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. I had one last night, for different reasons. I just couldn't sleep. Yeah. But tonight, this was. Yeah, all you I were need. sleeping pretty hard this morning. We were like bucks, and Dino was like. <laughs> <laughs> Zero bucks given. <laughs> Zero bucks given. All right, guys, tune in for the second half of this podcast and find out if we get to lay hands on this butt. All right, guys. Thanks for joining. Adios. Adios. Goodbye. Thanks for joining Not a Grande Outdoors podcast. Come follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And don't forget about our website, www.notagrandeoutdoors.com. Adios. Adios.